I'm your host, DJ Mitchell, here for the post-Super Bowl, so now no more football, first slate that we're going to get of action. We only got four games on Monday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, if you will. Um, I hope uh, many of you are going to probably be like me, not watching as much hockey as we may have wanted originally, but um, enjoying some quality time with someone that you you enjoy, or if not, uh, maybe some friends, or I don't know, whatever you want to do. But we're here to talk about the four games late. Uh, we're starting with the game in Minnesota. I'm wearing my, my Matt Dumba jersey right now. It's Detroit at Minnesota. Minnesota is a massive, massive favorite here uh, to be expected, I would say. Um, Detroit's been pretty bad. I think they are bad. Uh, and Minnesota at home, minus 230. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's fine. I, I mean, I think that Minnesota is probably going to win here. And like minus 230 isn't egregious, I guess, to take. Um, but I don't know if I really want to be putting a ton of money on it. Um, I mean, Minnesota did beat Carolina. Carolina was on a really long uh, away from home streak and they, you know, kind of had a bit of a scare. Minnesota gets it done three to two. They're, they're rolling. I mean, yeah, I think it's fine. Um, over five and a half at minus minus one thirty. I think this is a, a fair spot to take the over. I think it's going to get to six as I'm already indicating by the minus minus one thirty. So I think you may be able to tease it up if you want to six. I think the over is okay. I don't think it's incredibly strong, but I think it's justifiable. Um, but I mean, I think really, if you're if you're going to take Minnesota, you might as well take the puck line at plus one hundred five. They're minus one and a half. They've been that good, and I don't have a ton of faith in time for this Detroit team. Um, I don't think they're going to really have too much to hold a stick up to for the top six in Minnesota, uh, who really did outplay Carolina a bit more than that score, final score indicated. Uh, the expected goals was about 3.1 to 1.8. Their defense is really, really good, which is why the over-under makes me a touch nervous. And I, I just don't, I'm not in love with it because uh, you need Detroit to find a way to score. Um, last game out for Detroit, they had Zadina, Larkin, and Raymond as the top line in Detroit. And that stuck in practice. Uh, Bertuzzi, Suter, and Farabee were yeah, yeah, fair, but yeah, uh, with the line two. So they're kind of splitting the wealth there, and I, uh, I it's fine. I mean, yeah, the, the Detroit's a, an okay team. They beat Philadelphia 4 2. They're not terrible. They have a, a few guys I'm really excited about for the future, but overall, not a team that I think is, has much of a chance here against Minnesota. I think you could take the puck line, but that's really not, I don't think I'm going to have much in this game. I think that Minnesota shot props are very in play. Uh, Kaprizov had a million against Carolina. I love him here. Um, no matter what it is, I like him to score again. I like, you know, multi-points, stuff like that. That That's a bit more interesting, but nothing else is screaming value here. Um, but the next game, Toronto at Seattle. It's Toronto only minus 190 against a not very good Seattle team. I, I really like Toronto here. I really like the puck line plus 125. Um, I think that's kind of where I'm starting here is betting both of those. Um, and, and, you know, I, taking them straight, taking them with a couple other things, but I think Toronto has a chance here to really do some damage um, against a, a Seattle team that just doesn't project well to have a lot of offense. And Toronto's defense has just been better, like plainly and plain and simple. You know, they grossly outplayed Vancouver in a three to two loss, expected five goals. They had a million shots on net. You know, Marner and Matthews were unreal. Matthews had, you know, a hundred shot attempts. I, I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 shot attempts. Uh, just insane stuff from him. And I, I really don't see it being much different. I, you know, I think that this team is 
going to go out, roll again. I'm going to be having Mar- Marners and Matthews in all of my lineups. I'm going to have a Matthew multi-pole game. It's probably going to make its way into my mix. Uh, I love him here a ton, and I have no reason to indicate why they couldn't win by two goals. Um, other than it's on the road, it's the only thing that maybe you could talk yourself into it, like, I guess. Um, Seattle did burn me pretty bad on Friday. Uh, Anaheim absolutely smashed them. Uh, four expected goals to 2.3, and the final was 4-3 to three Seattle. That's what happens. It ruined my parlay. It ruined my favorite bet of the night. Uh, you know, watching uh, they hit the post twice. Anaheim just couldn't get it done, and then Everly buries me late. Uh, what are you going to do? You know, it's, it's tough to see, but this is, it was not a win by Seattle that you're like, oh, man, this was an impressive team that just came out there, and, and it was a team that – you know, got Gibson on a bad night and they buried their chances. And Ryan Donato was the Ryan Donato that I know and love and hopefully continues to see the run that he deserves. Um, he only had 14 minutes and two goals, really that, but he actually saw a good run on the power play, which is all I really need on the top, the top, the top unit for them to consider him in DFS. Um, so that would be maybe a bring back if you want to say it's somewhat competitive, but I think Toronto uh, the puck line is one of my favorite bets the entire night for sure. I really like them here at plus money. I just uh, and a puck line. Let's do it. Uh, game three is Chicago at Winnipeg. Winnipeg is, I think I mentioned this on the last time we talked, really talked about them deeply. They, they've been the team that's burned me the most. And finally, since the all-star break, they've looked like the team that I expected. Um, we saw them, you know, win five to two against Nashville. They had a ton of time on the power play. Connor, I had 26 minutes of ice time. Uh, Morrissey saw all of the first unit work. Wheeler had like, I think four points, um, Shifley, Dubois. I mean, that, those, those five guys saw so much run and they were so good that I really do think you could very easily justify stacking them here against, um, a Chicago team and a small slate. Like that is what I want in a four man stack. So I think I'll make a couple different lineup variations and it, it's going to be really hard to get a lot of Winnipeg with Marner and Matthews that just, I don't even think could possibly work with the pricing. But, uh, you know, Winnipeg isn't insanely, you know, Shifley, 5,800. If you play Shifley, Wheeler, Connor, and Morrissey, and Connor's the one that's going to break the bank for you. Um, and you, you jam in Matthews. I'm just going to try it out really quickly just to see if it has any chance. Um, Matthews and Marner and play the cheapest goalie that you can that isn't going to hurt you. Let's just, for sake of argument, say Nadelkovich. Uh, it doesn't work. So you're going to have to find it. You'll probably take Connor out or, or uh, Matthews or something there, but those are definitely my top two stacks of the night. Um, and we haven't even gotten to Edmonton yet, which I think is a very close uh, third, but on this slate, I do think it's very important that you're getting those, like you're trying to maximize a four man stack and Winnipeg gives you the best option for that with Connor, Shifley, Wheeler, Dubois, and Morrissey as those five, you can mix and match together. I think you could, do Shifley, Wheeler, Morrissey as a three and conclude Dubois instead of Connor to get different, but that's going to hurt you as far as now you only have uh, your utility left for a center spot, which is a little bit different. So with everything I just said, those five guys are really all in, in considering from Winnipeg for props. Um, I don't know if there's anyone that is infinitely more likely to hit. I mean, Connor is clearly the guy that's going to take the most shots, but you're going to get in at three and a half or four comparatively to a Dubois who also had a ton of shots and, and scored twice, I believe in the last game or score at least once, you know, you might be able to get him at two and a half. And I think he should see a good enough run that he could get it done for you. So I really like those two a lot. 
Um, Wheeler, not the best rate shooter. So I don't really expect to see him as a, as a guy that I'm going to go back to, even though he had a monster night. Uh, that guy said four points, and I believe he had a ton of shot attempts as well, which is very uncharacteristic for him. Um, yeah, he finished the game with eight shots on goal, which has to be the most he's had in like three years. And I, I, I mean that. Like, it's not like exaggeration. That, that clearly is probably the most he's had in over, over two years. Um, so, yeah, that I, I think it's fine. But I think you can play him. Like, he's cheap enough that he's going to be piled on a bit, but he's cheap enough that you definitely jam him in your lineups. Um, Blake Wheeler, again, his price on DraftKings is only 4.6 very good value um, on the slate that you could put in like i said with that mix of winnipeg guys which is going to be probably my favorite and you know for that reason i guess minus 165 is fine um i think i'll probably end up pairing that with a toronto puck line as two of my like more sought after best of the entire night and the over under i'm good with the over but um five and a half seems fine i don't know if i'm gonna get crazy on it though like flurry's been good enough as of late and hellebuck's been fantastic i don't think you have to do it um but if you're kind of hoping the flurry well breaks again after you know it, it did and again st louis where he gave up five and you go back to that yeah it's definitely doable but i don't think it's as strong as just taking winnipeg straight up so final game of the night edmonton at the sharks we haven't seen the sharks in a long time they have not played since the All-Star break, if I recall correctly. And, I, well, I can not even recall, I guess, check. But, yeah, they haven't played in a bit here. So I'm I'm pretty okay with not taking either money line here. Like Edmonton minus 140, I just don't really think you have to do it on the road. Um, you, I, I definitely think you can do it. Um, but you're talking about a team, like I said, they haven't played since February 1st. You know, they're at home. It's in San Jose. I, I just don't think you need to be playing this here. Edmonton's been real suspect as far as betting and any game at all. I do love this over though. Like this is probably my favorite over the entire night at over six. I, it projects the best for me to have the most, you know, expected goals and Edmonton's pace has been incredibly high. So I do love the over here, um, putting it as my third leg of my favorite three bets of the night. So I would take that over touching the money lines here. Um, that seems pretty strong. Edmonton in their last game against the Islanders, one, three to one, they ran 11 and seven, 11 forwards, seven defensemen, uh, and they gave two of those forwards seven minutes apiece. So McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, uh, Dreisaitl, Hyman, Kane, and Yamamoto, and Paul Yarvey saw a lot of run. McDavid was, was with Hyman and Paul Yarvey, but also saw time with Kane and Dreisaitl. So you saw a lot of run with all those guys. The disappointing feature to this was Evan Bouchard, who was still in the first power play, only saw 14 minutes with the 11 and seven. I think you could definitely try to get Darnell Nurse in the mix if you want to make a four-man stack and you're fading the Toronto and maybe getting some of the cheaper action on Winnipeg, not including Connor. Like that lineup construction makes a lot of sense for me. But I, you know, I do think like if you're taking Edmonton, it's it's really difficult to pin down exactly what you want to do here. So to walk you through it, I think you're looking at the first power play and you're saying, okay, Bouchard, Dreisaitl, McDavid, Nuja Hopkins, Poliarvi. So your best correlation there is McDavid, Poliarvi to get the two men that are five on five and the power play one. I think Nurse could see a bit more time on the top unit. Like they kind of seem to split it between uh, Nurse, Barry, and Bouchard, who kind of all saw time with them, but Bouchard had the most. I think nurse makes sense here because it's going to get you different. I think he'll be probably as far as like upper priced players at 5,900, he'll probably be pretty overlooked um, just because he doesn't have the top power play time. And with all these really expensive forwards, people will probably make a concession on defense and take some cheaper options like a Tyson Berry at 3,100. 
some people might see the game log and say, well, yeah, he played 19 minutes. He got more than, you know, a lot of those other, like, you could jam him in here and he sees power play time. And I just, you know, I'd rather get away from that ownership and go with a guy like Darnell Nurse, who is, I believe, the most expensive defenseman in this game. He's the third on the entire slate. And I just really don't think he's going to garner a ton of ownership because we have McDavid, Matthews, Marner, um, Connor, Dreisaitl. Like there's a lot of guys to spend up on. So if that is one narrative where if I'm building three, maybe four or five lineups, I'm going to make sure I have a four man Edmonton that includes Nurse because I think it'll be a bit contrarian. So with all that being said, I'm going to give it again and I'm going to bet it right here, right now. Puck line for Toronto, Winnipeg money line and over in the Edmonton uh Edmonton San Jose game. Oh my God. Sorry, my screen's being blocked. So those are my favorite. I'm probably gonna do all combos those uh, in a round robin and go from there. And uh I'm still gonna do that bonus video. I haven't forgotten. I just kind of been tied up with a bunch of stuff. I'll do a bonus video at some point, uh, maybe a couple, but just kind of wanted to get through football season. I thought like at the all-star break for the NBA would be the best time while people are kind of getting into the DFS um and just hockey in general. I'll probably get out a couple, a little bit more content for that, but enjoy the Super Bowl. Wear my Browns hat as well. Next year's the year. Any Browns fans out there, I'm sure you're thinking the same. It's, it's, it's coming for us, uh, but enjoy. Hopefully you won a ton of money on the Super Bowl and you're ready to just jam Toronto puck line. Uh, and I'll talk to you on Friday. <laughs>